This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMD Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at thetalkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Money, 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 money. Hey, you know, I got, I got some, uh, I got a really awakening here recently. You know, all these thirty-seven years of my life in real estate. By the way, Jason Hoover, thank yes. you for being here. Back by popular demand, it's Chrissy Amundsen. But I got, I got a rude awakening here recently, guys. You know, all these years I've sold new construction, I've always rested in the fact that there was a, a one-year home warranty on that home. Oh yeah. Okay. Is there not? I mean, it's by law. There's okay. a one-year gotcha. home warranty on that new construction home. What I didn't know is that warranty is only as good as the company issuing it, which makes sense, but okay. we don't think about that part of it. I don't know if anybody ever watched Tommy Boy when he was out promoting his dad's business and, and they, they were, you know, it's competition saying they're guaranteed. And he said, well, what's, what's the big deal? It says a guaranteed pile of whatever. I won't say the rest <laughs> of it, you know, but, but in, 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 you know, so the warranty is only as good as the company behind us. So here's the situation. I sell this house about a year or so ago mm-hmm. and, you know, eight, nine months into it, they, uh, and this was in Murfreesboro, nice home, beautiful home. It wasn't a cheap home. It was all brick. Well, anyhow, they came home one, one day after a, a really hard rainstorm, and they noticed it looked like, looked like the front of the house was melting. Melting. It, that's what it looked like. Mm. That's not good. And that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what he said. That's not good. <laughs> and so he brings out some experts, and apparently, here, long story short, apparently the whoever mixed the mortar didn't get the right mix and now in a hard rain the mortar is literally dissolving no between the bricks oh my goodness okay and literally this house is you know just i mean eventually it will right you know all that will erode to a point of and so i said don't worry the home is only nine months old you've got a one-year home warranty on it okay by the builder not a problem we go to our, you know, attorney. I said, not a problem. So I set him up with an attorney, and the attorney says, well, look, that's an interesting topic here in Tennessee or anywhere else, I guess, because at the end of the day, you know, because he hadn't recognized the name of the builder, and the builder, like I said, did a good job building a home. It didn't doesn't build a lot of homes, maybe, you know, six or eight homes a year, you know? Mm-hmm. And normally you, normally you get a good home in those guys, okay? Right. And the, everything else about this home was fabulous, you know, real sand and finished floors and, you know, great trim and molding, all the stuff that a quality builder does. But that builder didn't know that his guy who was mixing the that mason. day is probably a new guy or something. Sure. Who knows, you know, didn't throw in enough or too much. Or I don't know what the combination is. I'm not a mud guy, you know, but all I know is at the end of the, at the, end of the day, when he went to sue this guy, the guy laughed and said, well, good luck. I don't have anything. Oh. Huh? Yeah. That's what he said. He goes, I don't have anything that you're going to get, so sue away if that's what you need to do. Oh, you're kidding. No. Because the builder didn't do... The builder didn't have anything t- too substantial for him to sue uh, him, him for, Okay. So he, he wasn't deep, willing yeah, to fix it? he didn't have deep it? pockets. And it was going to cost over 20 grand to fix it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. 
And so, anyhow, it's a reminder, guys. Um, the point of the story is make sure that you understand that the builder that you're selling, that you're representing at that for that client, is only as good. Uh, that warranty is only as good as that builder is. Right. And make sure that they have a you know a solid reputation in that. I mean, I, I don't know if this builder now is still in business or not. I hope not. Oh. Because you can't take that kind of flippant attitude with somebody who's just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a new home only to say, oh, good luck. You know, I don't have anything. That's awful. Oh. Just a great reminder, anyhow. So before we talk any further about our great topic today, we, let's, talk about, let's talk about our sponsor. Yes, Music City <laughs> Removal. They're the number one junk removal service in Nashville for residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. Unlike what we have with us tonight. I know. Right? I love two, it. I love two, it. Two cutie pies. I love it. Well, today, I'm really excited yeah. about this topic. Are you talking about me? Yes. Yeah, I really was. It was about no, you. I was talking about Jim over there. <laughs> it was about you. That's funny. So I thought we would talk about... Um, you know, ways to nurture your business. You know, many of the folks listening today possibly are real estate agents. It's 2021 coming up here, um, possibly already when this airs. And um, we need to really get excited about, you know, our business. And we don't know what it's going to shape up like, right? With maybe still some trickling things with the COVID situation, you know, continuing uh, pandemic to continue. So ways to nurture your business. This is an exciting topic. Yeah. And it's, it's an important, important topic. Yeah, very important because it's it's capturing mind share mm-hmm. and it's uh, staying top of mind after you do capture it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so many agents forget about that. Right. And uh, we, you know, I share some uh, crazy stats, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. one of those classes, and I don't remember the the full breakdown, but the uh, as far as capturing the mind share, you know, trying to convert that lead. Mm-hmm. What was it? Is over fifty percent, or is something? It's like eighty something percent that doesn't try after one time. Right, right, uh, right, right. Which, uh, but anyway, it broke down to most people are actually converted from the five to twelve time touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And only two percent of agents actually go that yeah, long. Yeah. Um, but that goes into the nurturing and following up is is key. So, uh, what I share with people is like, if you know, do you still see Coca Cola commercials? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, but you already know who Coca-Cola is. Mm-hmm. It's because they just keep reiterating who they are right. over right. and over and over. And that's not anything that we shouldn't be doing. Top of mind, mind share. That's why one of the things I share with our agents all the time is, look, a bigger job than a bigger task or a bit more important task than selling your next home is developing that database of people who know right. I can trust you and so that you can stay on top of mind. So what do you want to be? You want to be the go-to person. When somebody has a painter issue or a electrician issue or a plumber issue or whatever, be the go-to person so that they can direct them and then that law of reciprocity will eventually uh, kick in where they think, you know, Jason has been so good about providing 
people for us or situation, you know, solving situations. That's right. His wife's in real estate. Let me, let's reach out to her because he's been so awesome about maintaining that top of mind position. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's really, really key to long-term success. Well, uh, two things is one is that uh, agents spend a lot of focus, you know, that actually do this on capturing the lead. But just like you were saying, mm. they forget about the back end afterwards mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stay in top of mind. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, another stat is that over 80% of uh, people that purchased a home said they would use the same realtor and only yes. 12% actually do. Right. right. And that's, on, I mean, that's the fault of the realtor for not showing up and uh, being present over and over and over. Well, right. you know, what do they say? Repetition is the mother of all skill. You have to continue, mm-hmm. continue, continue. Right. And you might think that you're doing too much, but sometimes too much is just, an, just yeah. a little, you know, meaning how would you feel if you invested all this time to get that lead mm-hmm. and uh, you thought you sprinkled some love and you nurtured and then all of a sudden somebody else came right in at just at the right time and took over, you know, you would just, that would be devastating. Right. Right. And so what systems are you going to put in place in 2021 to continue to nurture your business? Like you said, follow up is, is key. You know, I think I, five, seven times is, is important. You know, it's kind of like baseball in my mind. I kind of do three times, three main times. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, why just do one? That would just be not smart. We see that a lot with the the agents I see that are struggling with their lead generation or you know maintaining their leads. I think that's what they do. They say, I wanna go and I wanna find people that wanna work with me. And they put all these great things in place. Then they find someone or some people who will work with them and then they say, okay, I'm gonna focus on this and, and work with them, but they stop all those efforts. Mm-hmm. So then when these are done, all these efforts they put in place have fizzled out. Mm-hmm. So the consistency is key. Yeah, those are uh, what we call the roller coaster agents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, and it goes up and down because they, they are building. High low, high low. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're building up and they have uh, a closings sure. here, but they forgot to continue lead generating and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would fall with, even at 37 years in the industry, I would fall into that category if I wasn't, didn't have systems in place. Mm-hmm. Christy helping me with those systems, of course. You know, I only do two things for my past clients and, I, and everybody knows I'm not a competing broker. I am an active broker. I'm a a relevant broker. I understand the pain and suffering of dealing with some of these entities out there, these big tech companies that we're competing with right now. So that's one of the values I bring, I feel like, of understanding and not just from years past, but today's, you know, you know, conflict out there between the realtor and the and the big tech company who's trying to, to replace us. But the two main things I do for my past clients, other than state, um, you know, be that go-to person if they need something, is one of the ways I do that is a, a postcard that goes out automatically, and that postcard I know is heading to the garbage can, so I so I want to be impactful on the way to the garbage can. Okay, so I have something that I, I've always used. I mean, there's different ways to do it. Most of us know there's you know you can do recipes or pictures of dogs or, or whatever, you know, and of course, any, any, whenever in question, you give a picture of the dog, we get more hits from Otis on, on Facebook That's than any, anything else we can post. <laughs> but um, I do an inspirational postcard is what I use because I want to touch that part of the brain and that heart that's inspired, okay, that's touched at that second, and then in those seven seconds nice. between picking up and going to the garbage can. And, and then I'll, I'll have a picture of me on there, of course, so they remember who's inspiring them. So again, this all happens subliminally. I have a call to action on the back. I thank them, for that, and I remind them that the highest form of flattery they can give me 
um, is referring their family and friends to me. I'll have a call to action there that speaks to them what the, what there might be dialed into. You know, we, we all know everybody's dialed into WIIFM, what's in it for me. <laughs> and so I try to fill all those spots with that one postcard, okay? They don't have to open it. They just have to carry it to the gar garbage as they are. They're in being inspired <laughs> by yours truly. I love it. The other thing I do, is, and much again to Christy's reminding, she just reminded me this morning, I believe it was, mm -hmm. is that once a month we send out a, an email. And sometimes that email is just a simple email. Sometimes it's a little about what's going on in life at the time. But I made it really easy, and I'm really being surprised at the results that I'm getting from this. <clears throat> what I do at the end of it, of course, she sends along with that the update of the GNAR report of what's happening in the, in the industry and, and values and so forth, and how many sales last month and so forth, which I think makes a great email out to the average person you know is interested in that. Just like Jim was saying, that, that we always open up that email that we get from you because we financed with you, you mm -hmm. know, and so you automatically get that, and that's really a value. But I'll write a letter or something. On the end of it, I'll just say, are you just, just curious about your home's value? Just type in curious and hit return. And it's, when I make it that easy, and it's non-threatening, just curious. Um, it's amazing how many responses I've gotten, how many homes I've listed this past year, just because, just curious. Mm -hmm. Keep it seriously simple. Yes, yeah. I love it. So go back to your mailing. So is it monthly? Um, it is monthly and it's on autopilot. Okay, perfect. I love that. So there's, you know, mailing is one. You, you spoke about email. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Um, I love that you, it wasn't an art piece that you just sent. You physically wrote it. No, uh, it's, it's, uh, oh, you mean the email? The email. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's something from me. Personally. Yeah, we, right. So it's a personal email, right. which is important. Right, and we use a, this service called Woodpecker. Yep. And what's the difference? Can you break it down, Chrissy, because it, I just know that it comes across like a personal email, correct? Yeah, Woodpecker's great. And actually, so with this email, we had kind of initially played with some different formats of like, here's all this information, here's this formatted newsletter. And then we decided to simplify it with, Hey, Monty, give me a note every month. I'm like, hey, I need your blurb for December. And then we put just one quick summary of statistics. You give them all the information, they have nothing to call you for. So we give them a quick sure, summary. Right. Huh. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just a short and sweet email. And then Woodpecker takes that and you can put in your prospect list and you can put how many you want to do per day and it drips them out one at a time. So none of these spam filters are noticing that you are emailing to a list of 200 people. Um, it comes off individual. And they see to Bill Smith at bill.com instead of a blind BCC because it's gone out to so many people. So it, for all purposes of them seeing it, looks like he typed in Bill Smith at bill.com. Yeah. I don't know how it does it, but it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's tell you the response. Write that down. That's great. I'm yeah. writing that down. I can tell you the response rate really increased when they felt like they were getting something personal. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. That is huge. And so the email that you opened for me, um, I think is one that comes from Homebot, mm -hmm. uh, which talks about, you know, the appreciation versus where your mortgage mm -hmm. is, et cetera, et cetera. That is something that you, um, as a real estate agent, looked into as well. You want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah, so we actually you know, looking for other ways to nurture our clients. Um, we were we landed on Homebot and didn't even know that you had yeah. the, the lender side of it, which uh, was beautiful uh, that it worked out that way. Um, because you have the side that helps with people that have purchased a home and it it keeps them top of mind. Right. So it's, it's real simple, but I lo I love quality and they send out a very beautiful type email. Uh, and it's one time a month. It's not spammy. Right. Um, but we actually, so that's, you know, uh, on the side that you provide. Mm -hmm. So we go ahead and buy the, uh, don't, 
the other side of it where we can actually put buyers into it. Okay. And we use that as part of our um, our lead nurturing. Mm. And so when we get a new lead, like at an open house or an internet lead or you know whatever, we'll put them in there and actually have a, a, a VA that helps with some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. She'll go in and take that. The VA stands for what? Oh, virtual assistant. Virtual assistant. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you, know, you know me, I try to automate everything. Yeah, you're <laughs> good like that. I love um, it. And so, I mean, yeah, I tried Zapier, and uh, so Zapier's fantastic, too, for automation, uh, but that's a whole other topic. Uh, but anyway, our uh, VA will take that information, plug it into HomeBot, and then they are getting uh, that same, you know, a different type, but that same once-a-month touch. So that's just one of Another many added. parts mm-hmm. of that nurturing. So what I'm hearing, though, there's a system. Oh, yeah. Lead comes in, lead goes to VA, right? There's a mm-hmm. system. And so that's one thing, you know, as we're planning for 2021 is those systems and being committed to those systems, you know? Right. Um, so we talked about mailing, email. What are some other things that, you know, can help you be in front of more folks? One thing that uh, we have set up uh, for uh, Mindy is there's some, you know, there's automated emails that will go out, Um as part of a drip, but we actually uh, use um, a video service um, it, called Dub, D-U-B-B. Okay. Uh, it's similar to BombBomb, um, bomb, okay. uh, but a little bit less expensive. And we bought D-U-B-B? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I bought into it um, a few years back, back when they first launched, so we bought like a lifetime thing on it. Sure. Uh, so dirt cheap. But the uh, all we did is we took our... Uh, 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 cell phone and recorded her introducing herself. Okay. Very simple, uh, but it's generic. She's not, you know, talking to them directly, but it puts a face with Love the it. name. And so that's one of the email, very simple email. Hey, just want to introduce myself. And it's a video and they just play the video and it's, it's like maybe, I don't know, 40 seconds long. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, you know, some, I don't remember, but something like how Mindy Hoover, I just wanted to uh, reach out and say, hi, right. introduce myself. I think yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah. So you're, this time, uh, now you're more than just a name. Now you're exactly. a face and a smile and Right. And you might be on the other, you know, watching this other side of this, think, oh, I don't look right for video or I sound goofy. You yeah. know, it's all about ownership. They're going to see you be eventually. Authentic. Yeah. And they're going to hear you. People um, will like you for absolutely. you. Absolutely. And I will say I have this video series for the lending and I think it's goofy and silly. And I'm like, no one's going to like this. I made a whole hustle fuss about the whole thing. And more people compliment. <laughs> what I'm saying is what we think think may not be what the, the recipient wants to see sometimes um, is, is not true, right? Possibly well, it would and be it goes, And there's a quote, I don't remember who, uh, but you know, people won't remember what you say. They'll remember how you made them feel. Right. And same thing with uh, just being authentic. That's why laughter and joking around is one of the best things you can do. Mm-hmm. If, if you uh, mess up, that's perfect. You know, you use that. Mm-hmm. That's right, 100% true. I had, when I first started, I thought, you know, I have to be luxury realtor and I'm a professional and I have to speak about this. And I was doing this property tour, like through a community. And I'm like, and over here on the left, you have these houses, but I was out on a dock and almost fell off the dock Yeah, and it was on video and it was hysterical. And I laughed at myself. And then I thought, you know, I'm going to put that blooper in my Instagram reels, you know, and then people loved it because it shows you're real. You know, Uh, I love that. And sometimes you have to do that to feel more comfortable behind video. Like when you start to laugh at yourself, you know, but you know, talking about, you know, video, that's a big part of my business. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, um, I will think 
if you go back three years ago, those weren't so good, those videos, you know, but you got to start somewhere. Right. And really it comes with the confidence um, and being able to, to um, just be able to do it. So you can do a lot right from your cell phone. Mm-hmm. It's 4K. Um, but what I will say is if you plan to post it on social media, you want to make sure everything is in landscape. It's super important. Mm-hmm. Write notes, Monty. Write notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> super important. But um, you can do... phone to do that. <laughs> but you can get yourself a tripod, right? Yeah. And wow, do you not look fabulous with a little light? The right? ring light. So go ahead and get on Amazon. It's probably twenty nine ninety nine, maybe fifty nine ninety nine. I'm not really sure. But you can get yourself a light, and wow, it just brightens everything yeah. up. Mm-hmm. You know, I should walk around with a light. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did buy the light. I did sure buy the people light. People just holding a light. Yeah, just hold the light. Just one, hold the light. One with a fan and one with a light. <laughs> Too funny. But I did buy the light for the cell phone, and I will say it didn't work. Meaning it lit, up like my, it lit up like my nose. It didn't light up, you know. So taking it a moment if you wanted to, you know, and find a place if you're going to be, you know, doing the video at home and you're wanting to have, find your place, right? Find what that look and feel is it's, it's going to be. You know, if you're doing Zoom still, which we all are, and I coach a lot of people on Zoom, um, and I notice that their picture with their Zoom is this much of their face and this much of the ceiling, you know. So take a moment and, and take a picture of yourself or videotape it and then play it back. And do you like the look? Would you like the look? Would you, you know, right. sometimes you want to just kind of set yourself up there. So that's one option, you know, that they can do. One thing, too, I, uh, I learned this trick a long time ago back whenever uh, I was learning um, I was going through and doing more speaking engagements yeah. uh, was they said to um, to watch yourself on mute. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, you know, I'm big on subconscious It's they're picking up on how your face is communicating to them. And for me, unfortunately, I have a, a almost an angry resting face <laughs> and people keep asking me, like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I can relax to that. Hey, I'm telling you, Jason. Yeah, I know. Right. I got these so, wrinkles right here. I think here. they have a word <laughs> for that. Yeah, I wasn't going to go there, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but that was huge. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, it's people, I mean, they're picking up on that even right. though they don't know it. And so, you, you know, people like me, we have to be intentional to not have that resting angry mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. And it's also in your voice too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I went to, um, and I learned something from Discount Tire. This is so random, but I love businesses and I love going to each one and learning something new from, from the we business owners. Yeah, yeah so, regardless of what they are. Exactly. So do you know if you call Discount Tire, they're very expressive over the phone. They're trained that way. Yeah. Because they say you, the, the one that's very monotone over the phone, you, you kind of fall into that, um, you know, that environment, you know, or that feel, et cetera. So think about that when you're doing videos, as much as you don't want to be expressive, you know, it's going to come across through, you know, the video, um, in a way that they're going to feel more comfortable with it. But I do want to say this, this is very important. Do not overcomplicate it. Don't yeah, keep, keep it, it as simple as possible, because if you do overcomplicate it, it w- you will not do it, mm-hmm. period. And you may do one, two, or maybe three, but if you can keep it simple, you will more than likely keep it up. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, do what you're comfortable with. So mm-hmm. I don't particularly like sitting in one spot and doing a me in the camera. I like being out and about and yeah. I do it this way, you know, selfie style. Here right. I am at a restaurant and that's, that works for me. So I think like no, no yeah. strengths and what makes you feel comfortable because people will know if you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And it, depending on what type of video you're doing, right? So if you're doing an educational video, if you're sitting and talking, you know, being out at the bar, trying to talk to the customer may not be, you know, the right setting. 
thing. Right. But you're right. right. If you are introducing a new business, you know, and what you're doing is just doing, just yeah. do, just right. do, right? Know get your out, audience. Exactly. And, get yeah. out there, you know, and continue to, to do it. Live video, whether it's on a different social media platform, whether that's Facebook or Instagram, you know, your live videos are going to be on the top of somebody's feed. So if your intention is to put these videos, maybe not through an email, but through your uh, social media, you can actually take a live, excuse me, you can take a video, make sure again, landscape, <laughs> landscape's the key. Um, you can take that and you can put that in live. So you could, if you're very nervous because you don't want to do a live, you can pretend you're live videotaping it. So if it comes out bad, delete, try again, right? It's okay. And then you can put it in as a live video and you can get the same, you know, effect, which is great. But the live and being able to be comfortable in your own skin and with the live, you're forced to be okay with the mistakes. You're forced to say a word that makes no sense. Sometimes things come out that don't make any sense. It's okay, right? Yeah, I, would, I would challenge the listeners. Look, one of the things I did, because I, you know, I used to be super shy. I had a stuttering issue. Um, I, I hated getting in front of anybody for anything. I was so shy. And at six foot five and a half at eighth grade, that was tough, you know, <laughs> you know, being shy because you couldn't like sure. blend in the crowd, you know. But one thing I learned with, um, when I took a Dale Carnegie course that all we, you know, one thing they t- did for us, first of all, all, all you have to ter- ever talk about is what you've earned the right to talk about, which then you can talk out of your heart and it takes all that pressure away from your head, at least my head it did. But also... Um, they talked about, I mean, they had us go through these really extreme things, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll never forget, one of them was you had to roll up this newspaper and bang on this thing and, and, and say, fee, fi, fo, fum, you know, and, and just do stupid, out-of-the-box, out of I mean, right. just crazy things to, to ex- take it to an extreme so that when you got into real life, it wasn't really that bad, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, last year I remember doing something stupid, you know, and I remember being at your uh, um, t- training, your amazing training room, uh, at one of our trainings, and what I did was, I because I hated the idea of doing a video. I just hated. I don't know who the old guy is. I turned into, you know. But I hated that because it reminded me of how old I've gotten, you know. But it, anyhow, but the point is, I did one with just totally like I just woke up, hair all over the place, and everything because I wanted to show the the group there that day. That if I'm willing to get this far out of my comfort zone, surely it's not that big a deal. Because we are trying to, I mean, one of the reasons we're talking about this today is encourage agents to get out of their comfort zone. Do something extreme. You'll feel better about yourself. And you know what? You are who you are. You're not going to surprise anybody. You know, it is what it is. So anyway, that's from the old guy. Yeah, and putting putting that um, in your plan for 2021 is, is key. Video is key. You know, and you talk about it, and I think some people write it on the list, and then they scratch it off and they move it to the next list. You know, and yeah. that keeps it keeps following them all year. You know, yeah. and so you know, if you need somebody to encourage you to to get out and do that, we're telling you that this is you know a way to really make a difference in your business. And then social media, right? I mean, we laugh about it. We're on it. I'm over forty, so I only know as maybe you are too, Monty, but, um, you know, but you probably know more social media platforms than I do. I I got people. people. There you go. I'm only (laughs) as good as Facebook. That's all I know. But I know who my audience is, right? And so my audience is uh, referral partners, right? And so I strategically put a lot of my stuff out there to go towards my audience of referral partners. So if you are somebody looking to connect more with the consumer, they say you should do a rotation. It's not all 
real estate, right? Mm -hmm. It's a sprinkle of a little bit of you um, because you have the ability to bring somebody into your world, right? They may not like you know you trust you yet but now they're following you on social media and they're like oh my gosh she's here she's there i love her personality she's got the best smile right how does she get her hair like that every single time like what you know you start to build that and oh by the way she's great at real estate you know and it's not all about the sold signs and the just listed right it's a little bit of sprinkle you know of everything you being a dad and you know with you with your dog i think that's that's a huge huge thing so again a system how do you get people into your world like you were sharing you put them into your email campaign you then should ask them to be friends right um and put a system a social media plan in place you know for for 2020 supposedly i'm on instagram i don't even know how to get on it so again i have i have a chrissy too you know at the office but they're only taking the information that i personally post so you're like can you should you hire a um, company to help you with social media you can do that Mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot of those things that they're posting is like, in my mind, are pieces. So it's so pretty that I miss it. Yeah. Like it, I just, you know, it, I just kind of scroll through it where if you are able to put a little of your own personality in it, I think they'll stop the pause. Um, I say create curiosity, turn ahead. I think you were sharing, mm-hmm. you know, top of mind or, you know, being um, part of the mind share. So, you know, social media is is the place. And again, you may be on it, but are you posting three times, four times a day? It's a full-time job. But I will say that it works. It does. You know, I help a lot of families. I get a lot of people's heads turned to create uh, mortgage financing opportunities through social media. So I will continue to do that. So when you start to see the success you'll do the same, right? Yeah. So I love it. So we talked about mailing, email, video, um, and we talked about um, social media. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you, Chrissy, again for coming back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I always learn something when I'm here, so it's great. <laughs> it is. Always good to see you. And Jason, it's always good to see you, sir. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We're going to make 2020 our best year ever. You've been listening. Oh, 2021. 2021. <laughs> Look at me. Hey, I'm still living no, back in the we're life. We're out of 2020, okay? <laughs> Goodbye, 2020. See? You don't have see to See you be later, perfect. 2020. It's totally fine. That's how we do it. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate.